welcome back to my podcast. I'm Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. This is another week that is flying by as the month of February normally does. At least in my world, that's how it is. And here we are again on this beautiful Wednesday. And today's episode is called, Should I Stay or Should I Go? And in it, we will discuss the topic of whether you should stay at your job or if it's time for something new. This is a big one for a lot of you based on the outreach that I received from so many different people. And I want to dedicate this episode to Michelle, who is stuck between a job she loves and pursuing her true passion, and to every single one of you who are also stuck in career crossroads. As a preamble, most of what I will say here comes from personal experience, and my experience and my journey is one of entrepreneurship. However, That does not mean that starting your own business or your own company or your own firm is the only way to fulfill your purpose. Nor am I suggesting that it is. Just because that is what fulfills me does not mean that it is what has to fulfill you. Most people work for someone else and doing so is exactly what they need. After all, Where would entrepreneurs be without their partners and their team? There's great value in the stability of a paycheck and in not having to be responsible for all the bills and all the bureaucracy that owning a business entails. You just need to join the right tribe. I think it's safe to say that we all experienced the Sunday blues at some point in our lives. That sinking, gut-wrenching feeling of saying goodbye to the weekend where we are our true selves and hello to Monday where we put on our work persona, wake up at a certain time, often without getting enough sleep, barely having time to eat breakfast, rushing through our obligations, many times facing difficult if not miserable commutes, Just to arrive at our location, many times to do work that we could be doing from home or from anywhere else. And even if not just that, because perhaps you do need to be there to do your work, you need to touch people. You know, if you're a doctor, if you're a hairstylist, if you're a teacher, if you're someone who needs to be face-to-face, saving lives for a living. But still, sometimes just surrounding yourself with a group of people that may or may not be your tribe. That leads to a lot of unfulfillment, and many of us feel unfulfilled. And sometimes we wonder, is this going to be forever? How much longer can we sustain this life? For me, that day came on one late winter, early spring of 2011. Uh, Well, should I say one late winter, early spring day of 2011, When I was sitting in my corner office as head of the workers' compensation department at a large law firm, looking outside my window and literally watching birds just enjoying the sunshine. The simplicity and joy and perfection of that moment immediately sent me down a spiral. And I started feeling like a prisoner of someone else's vision. I knew that when it came to my work, I did not 
have to be in an office to get that work done, nor did I want to be in an office to get that work done. And don't get me wrong, I loved and still love being a comp attorney because it allows me to transform people's lives and it allows me to take them by the hand out of the shadows and into the light. And I wanted to do that on my own terms. And I did not care about the money. I knew that comp was a volume industry and what I truly wanted was to be a boutique firm, which is an oxymoron. And I was told that it was simply impossible. But I believe in the impossible. I make the impossible possible every single day. I also love living. I love traveling. And at that point, I was still struggling. Uh, you know, it was, it was hard. I was still struggling to get over being agoraphobic. And because I had gone from being in law school which meant that I was not making money for three years, to working and only having two weeks of vacation a year and feeling like I couldn't even take it because vacation in a corporate world is often frowned upon. So I couldn't really expose myself to my fears all that much in order to get over them. Because first I didn't have the money and then I didn't have the time. I was also tired of being bound to other people's rules. So I told myself, I quit. I quit living someone else's dream. I will build, I will build my own practice. I, and I did this already. I did this in this department. And I will do it again. Even better. As my own firm. The first and hardest step for me, and I can guarantee that it will also be that same way for you, was facing my fears and my guilt trips I was scared that I was making the wrong decisions. That giving up a high-paying job with benefits and a fast-tracked partnership for a life of no, no guarantees, no paychecks, no benefits, a life that requires setting a lot of things up, incorporating, getting my own professional liability insurance, branding myself, networking, and getting clients was just not a good trade-off. I did not even own my own laptop at that point. I had to start from scratch, and that is often scary. I also felt guilty that the universe had blessed me, someone who was at the time uncomfortable leaving the house alone with a job that was located in the same office building as my husband so that we could drive to work together. And because I was the head of my department, I could send other attorneys to hearings and I didn't have to go myself. So I was lucky, I thought. How could I so ungratefully give all that up for something that others may perceive as laziness? And I say laziness because at the time, I was talking about having my own practice so that I could work from home and never have to commute and to be able to travel more and have more time for myself and have less clients. And that way I could spend more time with them, which meant that I was a better attorney, but also that I can have more time for myself. And oh gosh, God forbid, you know, people also perceive that as a terrible thing, which is so wrong. Because as I said many times, you cannot serve from an empty bowl. There is this really negative idea out there that people have to work harder and harder in order to achieve success. And I guess 
That can be true, depending on how one defines quote unquote hard work. But I knew I needed to work smarter, not harder. And that the essence of success lies in being true to yourself, being true to who you are, because that is what sets you apart from everyone else. The world has billions of people, but no two people are exactly the same. And our uniqueness is what will attract the right people to us, the people who we will teach and learn from. And our life path, our journey, the lessons we learn, those are the things we are meant to teach others. And the lessons we learned shaped who we are, and who we are is exactly what someone else needs from us. I remember vividly when in the car, driving to work with my husband, crying because I was going to let my boss know that day with plenty of advance notice so that I would not leave him hanging, that I was quitting to start my own thing. And I was going over the fears and the guilt that I just described. And all of a sudden, on a sharp turn on Route 108, I realized that I wasn't being ungrateful. That in fact, the universe had granted me all these things the high-paying job, the commute with my husband, the autonomy within the firm to help me get clearer in my mind, to get a clearer picture of what I really wanted in life. Because if after having all those things, you know, despite having all those things, I was still not happy, then it wasn't meant to be. So if I was not happy, I had to ask myself, What would make me happy? How do I want to live my life? And why am I not living life that way right now? I did not want to switch careers, but I had to start my own practice. I knew that in my heart. So I did. And it was the best decision I ever made. Through my personal journey, I learned that there are several things that you should do in order to cope better with the process of following your dreams. First, you need to ask yourself, Is this the life I want to live? Or am I living someone else's life? And for that, you will need to dig deeper and remember who you are and what makes you happy. And what what would you do if money and time were not an obstacle? For you, that could mean staying exactly where you are career-wise and making very few changes. But it could also mean a complete 180. You may have to completely abandon a field if that field is not bringing you joy. Next, you need to ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? I remember telling myself that I am lucky because I have worked since I was 13, babysitting and pet sitting, and I made a lot of money then, and I have no ego issues when it comes to work, so I won't starve. If I have to work in McDonald's or retail, so be it. I also know that it would not have been good to not have a cushion and at the time I didn't really have that much money saved up maybe I have like six months saved maybe not not even that and you know what a lot of times it's just not possible to save money to have a lot of money saved as a cushion and that's okay like I said as long as you have a backup plan and as long as you're okay with the worst case scenario then you will be fine The reality is you most likely will not experience that worst case scenario because living an authentic life, being true to who you are, always works. It's what we are all meant to do in this world. We also have to be patient 
and we have to accept change. Humans are notoriously afraid of change. We like comfort. So it will take some reprogramming in your brain and it will take some understanding that everything takes time. Building a business and a brand takes time. Fostering relationships takes time. In my life, it took five years to truly start growing and thriving. For you, it could be less or more, and that's okay. But the important thing is don't give up. What separates those who made it and those who didn't is resilience. Successful people keep going when others give up. And that can be hard, but hardship builds endurance, which strengthens you and breeds progress and success. The way you know whether you should stay or go, whether it is your job or your relationship or anything in life that is keeping you from achieving your dreams, is how you feel every day when you are in that environment and experiencing that life. If you lost your spark, if it just isn't sustainable, as in you mentally are drained just thinking about showing up to work, if it isn't fostering any professional or personal development, or if you already know that there is something else you want to do, something better, something that meets your lifestyle goals, whether it's not to answer to anyone else, not be in anyone else's schedule, or move to a particular part of the country or part of the world, or fulfill a personal goal of helping others or contributing to a specific cause, then you shouldn't stay. You should go. You know it in your gut. You do. So many people ignore it, but you don't have to. You don't have to live someone else's life. And don't think that because you are a certain age or at a certain stage in your life, that change is not possible. Change is always possible. If you are telling yourself that ship has sailed, then know that that ship that sailed was not your ship because you are the captain of your own ship. And it does not set sail without you. The ship that sailed was someone else's. So wave goodbye to it. Wish it good things. Let them have their ship and get on your ship when you're ready to get to set sail into your purpose. As for me, as life would have it, and only time would tell, the firm I was working for eventually moved away from that building and my husband eventually moved to another job far away from that location. So as it turns out, had I stayed at my job for the reasons I originally felt ungrateful, I would have made a big mistake, probably the biggest mistake of my life. So going with my gut and being true to myself, as always, proved to be the smarter and the correct decision. I hope that this has helped you and that it will continue to. So thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for being here and listening to me, for being a part of my journey and allowing me to be a part of yours. I'm Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.